exploded out of Jerusalem and moved with amazing speed throughout the world. Perhaps we wonder, why doesn't that happen here, in our town? The power of the Holy Spirit still belongs to the Church. The power of God's Word has not abated. The resurrection of Jesus Christ and the payment made for sin at the cross is still incredibly good news. So what's the problem? Have we become our own hindrance? Self-doubt, self-predicted failure, and preoccupation with less critical aspect, aspects of life on this planet. Our unwillingness to put feet on our faith and move from having heard the word of God to doing the word of the Lord hinders us. It is like an army preparing for battle but never moving into the field to combat or to engage the enemy. A good example would be the Civil War General McClellan who at the beginning of the Civil War skillfully reorganized the Union forces in the first year of that war but repeatedly failed to press his advantage over the Confederate troops. It took General Grant to do the job with his scorched earth warfare. Now, by no means am I suggesting we do the same in our mission field. Jesus preached to the crowds from the boat then demanded from Peter, James, and John an act of faith. So too, so too does our Lord demand from us that having been equipped for service, we then move to serve Him. And we read in Ephesians chapter 4, it was He who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists and some to be pastors and teachers to prepare them. <laughs> if you want to take over for me, that's fine. <laughs> okay, let me say that again, sorry. <laughs> it was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be pastors and teachers to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. This is according to Ephesians chapter 4. Now the church sometimes behaves like a business with the pastor in the role of a CEO, a very bad idea, by the way, who sees a new market listens to inspirational speeches about how to sell the church's product, constantly trains a cadre of sales personnel, but never, never moves into the field to market the church's products. Well, such a business would be out of business pretty fast. Our insistence on viewing the evangelistic task of, with our negative human limitations, our negative human expectations, predictions of failure hinders our efforts. So, 
since I'm Swiss, I mean originally, I have to use this example. The Swiss watch industry comes to mind, whose employment fell from 90,000 to less than 30,000 between 1970 and 1998. And that was because of the quartz, quartz watch revolution and a defeatist attitude. It took an immigrant from Lebanon to revive the industry with his cheap swatches, while at the same time rebranding, for instance, Rolex to become a status symbol for the rich and famous. Or maybe Jesus needs to be our status symbol. Peter, James, and John are told to cast out their nets, but they reminded the Lord of their past failures. How often do we fail to act because what we have tried didn't work before? How often do we fail to act because we insist that whatever we propose just won't work? We make up excuses after excuses to avoid becoming involved in the mission of the church. And we all know those excuses. I'm too busy at work. I work on Sundays. Sundays is my only day I can sleep in. I always go out to breakfast during adult Bible class. And the list goes on. And others have simply retired from active involvement in the mission of the church. But I do have to compliment the long-term members of this church. They have put in a lot. And they continue to be involved in our congregation. However... Every one of us, young, especially the young, middle-aged, and older, are called to serve. No exceptions. Peter, James, and John have been called to be apostles much earlier when John the Baptist was at the Jordan River. But returned, they returned to fishing when Christ journeyed, journeyed to Jerusalem for the first time. Now, seeing again who Jesus is, they abandon what they had worked a lifetime to gain. Now there seems to be no hesitation. Their decision is final, their priorities are set, and they will now follow Christ for good. While we are not called to be apostles, we are called to be disciples. A disciple is a follower of Christ, one who both listens and acts. Are we ready to take our discipleship to another level? Peter's response to the presence of Christ is a model for us all. He is totally exposed to the presence of our, <coughs> excuse me, of our holy God. As it was for Peter, <coughs> as it was for Peter, let us hear the gracious word of our Lord. Don't be afraid. God has come to bring us peace and reconciliation, <coughs> not fear and dread. This is our Savior from sin not one who will condemn us. At the cross we can find rest from the burdens we have tried vainly to carry ourselves. If we continue to tell ourselves what we can't do, we will cheat ourselves by not seeing what God can do through us. What blessings have we not seen because we determined in advance that our efforts would not work? Remember, faith requires effort and obedience without benefit of supporting evidence. Let me say that one more time. Remember, faith requires effort and obedience 
without benefit of supporting ev evidence. Believe me, I can attest to that. With my Mercy Ministries, I have a flock of over 200, plus hardly anyone attends church or is willing to give up their drug use. Peter was convinced that casting his nets out again was a waste of time and effort. Had Peter not acted in faith, what blessing would he have missed? Peter would have remained an anonymous fisherman in Galilee and never become a God made of him. Peter, James, and John, together with the other apostles, turned the world upside down because they acted in obedience to Christ. They moved beyond listening to action, having understood that they were responsible for the ministry of Jesus Christ in Jesus' name. It happened not because they were super talented, but because God is great and nothing was impossible for him. There is no doubt that we are in precisely the same boat as Peter, James, and John. Like them, Christ is calling us to cast our nets into the sea to catch the harvest he has appointed for us. Like them, it requires confidence in Christ to move beyond where we are and arrive where the Lord intends for us to go. So today is the day to seize our negative reason reasoning why we cannot do what God has called us to do. Today is the day to hear the word of God and to move beyond mere hearing to do and act in faith. Let us see what God can do and will do through his grace, power, and his people. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus.